With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Three seconds to go. We're tied at 90. Here comes Suggs. Long three for the win. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Iron Eagle here on the Rich Eisen Show. Jalen Suggs could easily be the number one pick in the draft. It could be one, it could be two, it could be three. He's he's going to be a legitimate NBA player. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, CBS Sports broadcaster Jim Nance. From NBC Sports, Peter King. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Jim Nance and Peter King have already stopped by. National Championship game tonight. Baylor and Gonzaga. Can't wait for all of that. The question is, Baylor, has a team ever gone so underneath the radar, being so dominant as Baylor has been, uh, all the way up to this point? And this point is basically they snuck in. Like, if you ask people, most people on uh, on uh, – uh, in the world, hey, who's Gonzaga playing tonight? They'll be like, well, wait a minute, that wasn't for uh, that wasn't for all of it. I-, I mentioned to Jim Nance, you know, earlier, and I know the miracle on ice, the um, the medal round that the U.S. beating the Soviets, you know, years later, everyone's like, well, that was it. They won the gold medal, didn't they? No, they had to beat <laughs> Finland again to, to to win the gold medal. Uh, the ball gets by Buckner. Ray Knight comes in, hands on helmet. Oh, my gosh, that ended the World Series. Well, as a matter of fact, there was a game seven, and it was rained out the next night. They had to wait yes. two nights. Mm-hmm. Oh, so nuts. Oh, Don Bowie just got my ear. Bartman, the minute that Bartman grabbed the ball, right? That was Forget about the fact that it didn't end the series. Uh, it, there was it didn't another, even end that there inning. Was an error, there <laughs> yeah. was an error after that. Right. Because it extended an inning that, that that an error after that was a should have ended was like a double yeah, play a double play ball. ball right to so Alex it wasn't even, even if Bartman allowed Moises Alou to catch the ball it didn't end the it wouldn't have ended the inning Moises Alou was never going to catch that you know what I mean ball. like, like so on. so there's so many different ways in this world and Baylor has the ability to basically say okay Gonzaga just used up not only their mental but physical tank in a way that they didn't have to that's got to count for something tonight don't you think. And that's something that so. Mark Few's going to have to tell the guys. I mean, uh, Al Michaels tells the story that that in 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 the you know not only did the U.S. not win the gold medal by beating the Soviets, they they were down to Finland in the in the gold medal game. They were down to Finland, and they were down between you know the second and third periods. 
And Al Michaels tells a story that Herb Brooks, I mean, he, he cleans it up. You, if you don't win this, you'll take this to your graves. Mm-hmm. Looks these kids in the face. What a great run. But if you don't finish it off, you'll take this to your graves. Do you say that if you're Mark Few? I mean, that's pretty, it's a different era now. <laughs> 1980 to 2021. So that'll be an interesting aspect to tonight. And then we've been having this debate this entire show. And we've been doing this before. I mean, this is a, this is an old saw for you, sir, Chris Brockman. Yeah, this has come okay. up before. Yeah, and yeah. so um, you would rather, knowing the outcome, you would rather, knowing if your team's going to lose, you know your team's going to lose, you would rather lose like Houston than UCLA. Yeah. Because you, you'd rather not have the what ifs. You yeah, get, I, don't, I don't want a lifetime of what if. And you also don't want to have the gutting moment where your heart's ripped out of you. And you'd rather just have the knowledge over two hours. Well, that one was that nice run. And by the end of the blowout loss, you're already, you know, the wound's already cauterized as opposed to having an open, festering wound for years to come. And I say I'd rather do the other way. I'd rather be UCLA in it all the way to the end, having me on the edge of my seat. I'd rather I'd rather see that. Yeah, I want a quick and painless and, death. And then towards the end of last hour, right. you're like, the Buffalo Bills are a perfect example. Would you rather be blown out in the Super Bowl or would you rather lose with Scott Norwood missing it? Yep. And I would rather lose with Scott Norwood missing it. Okay. And you would say and rather that's totally blah. fine. And, and that's so, totally and here's fine. my point. Here's my point we too, because it's more agree. than just about what ifs. It's about legacy. It's about history. It's about UCLA can build their program off of something like this. And you could be like, well, it's got nothing to do with No, it does. These are all things that go into it. And plus, sports makes it that much sweeter when you've tasted bitter defeat. It makes it that much sweeter when it happens or potentially happens again. And I know you mentioned, well, it happened to Marino once, never happened again. Yeah. I understand that. For, 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 for decades, damn near a century, we thought the Red Sox would never win it. They finally did it. And it was that much sweeter. It wouldn't have been so great. And the other one subsequent so great if you didn't have all of the heartache built up. The Chicago Cubs fans. Okay. All of this stuff. But the Bills are a perfect example. To this day, you have to argue that the Bills are a dynasty. You have to argue that to some people. But they didn't win anything. How do they how do they a dynasty when you didn't win one? Well, they went to four Super Bowls in a row. Let's see that one happen again. Honestly, the Kansas City Chiefs are halfway home on that one. They got to do it two more times to match the Bills. Let's see that. That's a dyn- it was a dynastic team. There are there there are a bunch of guys in the Hall of Fame and more to come. But you have to argue that if they lost the three other ones like Norwood, there wouldn't even be an argument. Well, they were just unlucky. I'm serious, man. I would rather lose tight. I'd rather have I, the excitement. But the Chiefs won one. But I the think Chiefs, that's, they got like, one. That's no, the difference. No, difference. No, 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 but, but, but you yeah. can't sit here and say the Bills are, are, aren't a dynamic. Are you going to argue that the Bills are, are, are not no, dynastic? No, no, I'm not because uh, okay. the NFL is different. Right, yeah. but you also know that. But there are a bunch of people. With no ring, no bring, to know. use the phrase from uh, wedding invitations. Like, <laughs> you got to have a ring to be talked about dynastic. <laughs> also, in the Bills' defense, aside from the Giants-Norwood game, Washington and Dallas – Without question, they were the best teams in the NFL those years. So they got beat by Washington. No doubt Washington was the best team in the NFL. And Dallas those two years, without question, they were the best team. So, you know, 
It's not like Buffalo went in there and screwed the pooch, so to speak, or choked necessarily. Well, they just forgot their helmets. Well, that part. <laughs> well, I don't know what happened with that one. Yeah. Do we even know what happened with Thurman's helmet? That might be up there with the uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd Malcolm Gurley on Butler the bike. Malcolm Butler. Why did he only have one snap when yeah. he was active? And what, uh, why the hell did uh, Marshawn not get the ball? Yeah. Might be the, the Bermuda Triangle of Super Bowl questions. <laughs> when I get to the gates, we'll I have will to go. List. We'll have God, to have so in search happened? of. Let's go to some phone calls. Jeff in Detroit, <laughs> you're first in, first up. What's up, Jeffrey? Uncle Rich, my cousins, wonderful conversation yes, you guys yes, are yes. having. Listen, I, I just came to a, a thought. I believe Chris's point of view is the way it, it is because he is a Patriots fan. If you were a Lions fan, brother, and a glutton for punishment, just a little taste of that victory will wet your whistle, man. You need that. You need to know that you were right there. You were in the thick of things. You were, you know, UCLA. I wanted UCLA, honestly, to put it off because you beat Michigan. So if you beat my team, I definitely don't want you to waste it. I want you to go on and win the whole damn thing. Gonzaga, excellent coach. The way that they came, I mean, no timeout. Goes down and shoots. I guess my next question to you, Uncle Rich, is this. If you're Johnny Juzang, you'll never be hotter than you are right now. Right. Do you go in the NBA? <sighs> yep. Yes. I, <laughs> yes. I, 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 I think so. See Toby Bailey. This. Yes. Toby Bailey should have jetted. Lips. But back to the, the, the situation that you guys are talking about. I just want to be there, and I know at the end of the day, when I go in the locker room and hang up my shoes, I was right there. Instead of getting blown out, I know that I was just one shot away. Those would have sometimes haunt you, but sometimes they make you a better man. Jeff in Detroit, thank you, sir. Always call back. Let's go to Lisa in Kansas City, Missouri. What's up, Lisa? Hi, Rich. Um, has Brockman never played sports before? Oh, boy. He has, has Lisa. I have been in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, she's I competed in, in college. You want Nobody wants to get blown out. I, I am a huge Chiefs fan. Yes. And I always expect them to win. But if I don't win, just sh- Let's put Lisa back nobody on hold because she's. Nobody wants their team to get blown out. Nobody wants to be blown out. That's just not a, an athlete's mentality. No, it's this is not from the athletic the athlete's point of view, Lisa. This is from the point of view if you're a fan of your team. This is from a fan point of view. Obviously, we everyone wants to compete, but just like you're a fan, you're sitting at home, you have no control over the outcome. Your emotions are all being toyed with and on the line. That's where he's coming from. I think we just lost her. There we go. Okay. By the way, um, if you're new here or not, or even if you aren't, um, I will say this, and it used to be much worse than now. Much, much worse than (laughs) now. You cannot come at Chris Brockman and ask him if he's ever played before (laughs) or if he doesn't have a competitive spirit. This man, I can attest to, is the reddest of red asses when it comes to anybody with an ass or the color red. Okay. Which is why it is it is it is a little strange. You're like, blow me out, blow me out, yeah, get blow me out, blow my with. team out, get it over with. I don't, I mean, I can't imagine my game. It's a big game, Michigan. This you know this time around, I understand that they were the one seed or whatever. They're gonna come in and they're gonna get they're gonna get lit up by ten or twelve or whatever. Like, and I would if I had known if you had told me when it's going down against against UCLA the other night, 
and I'm sitting there, yep. and I'm ready to go, and I'm still looking for that little woman who can clean my house in Poltergeist because I bought my house <laughs> from a Michigan State guy. And I'm sitting there wondering, do I have to call this woman again to clean this house? Do I have to do that, you know, to, to come out here and exercise the ghosts? As I'm doing that, if, you had, if Susie had said to me, Gonzaga's going to blow you out, even if you pull this one out, do you want it? I would say 1,000%, I will take it. I will take it. Even knowing that. I still want to be in it to be, to, to. Well, you want to play Gonzaga. Right, I do. But even if it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's I, fine. I want Gonzaga's to just better than you. But, like, but, you would, but to me, it's worse getting blown out is what I'm saying. I would still take it. It was worse getting blown out. I don't want to be blown out. I don't want to have an entire week's buildup or a tired day's buildup if you're talking about yeah, yeah. A, a baseball series or an NBA series, like a two-day buildup, just to be starting and just, oh, well, that was that. We weren't even that place, Teams League. And I totally it's get over. it. I mean, and Lisa's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Right. She won one. I get it. But let's just say, let's just say, for all you Chiefs fans, that if you were on hold, we're going to ask you that question. You can answer it. Let's just say Jimmy G does connect with Emmanuel Sanders. Oh. In Super Bowl 54. Let's just say that is the gutter. Let's just say that's the Jalen Suggs of that game. Okay. Although. There's still time left. There's still time left. But I'm just saying it's not without any time left. Let's just say that's what happens. Would you rather have had a Super Bowl 54 loss or Super Bowl 55 where you're not even in it? It's it's over. It's an obvious wrap. Would you rather lose like Super Bowl 55? And, my, and that's, like my, and that's my point, Rich. My point is that it's easier to sleep with and live with yourself yeah, you're tough to, know that to, you're, handle it. to know that you just weren't good enough that day. You weren't the better team rather than live with a, a lifetime of what if. Let's go to uh, Ruben in Fullerton, California. What's up, Ruben? Ruben. Hey, Chris. How are you? What's up? You're hey, on with Rich, too. <laughs> I, want, I, I had my mind say, say something to Chris. Chris, I totally get it. I mean, I called in earlier uh, earlier in the month about if it's an L.A. town, Dodgers or uh, yes. Lakers. But here's the thing. Coaching my girls all these years, the one thing, because I know there's always going to be an end result at this championship game, and all I tell my girls, and we've been in a handful of them, I go, look, enjoy the moment of the game. That's the best part that you have. At the end, if you win, you're going to be excited. If you lose, you're going to be upset, but enjoy being here. I get being a fan. You don't you don't want to be blown out, but I tell you what, it is much more exciting to watch a game all the way through, knowing that you're in it, than two minutes into it, you're down by 20. You know, and, and again, I understand what you're teaching your your charges, and I I think that's great coaching. Yeah, of course. This is outside of that. This is just being a fan. Like a perfect example of the difference, Ruben. I don't know if you were on hold during Peter King. Yeah, I'm here. We we yeah. had, no no. I don't know if you were on hold during Peter King. We asked Peter this question, and he talked about you know his daughter's field hockey game and how she lost in a heartbreaking manner, and it was great for team building for his daughter and for the team, and that's all that stuff. And then we we went straight to his fandom right. and said, "What about Aaron Boone beating his Red Sox?" And he immediately got, and he immediately got really pissed <laughs> yeah. off. And so that's the irrationality right. that we're trying to play into here. Would you rather? Right. You're, you're, what what you're would you right. rather? Right. I, I, well, I was born in New York, Yankee fan my whole life, and I know Del Tufa was giving me a little grief about the, the Dodger uh, Laker town. But I'm going to tell you, being a Yankee fan, I've had my heart ripped out. Not quite as much as the Red Sox, but a lot. And these last few years, I mean, when Dave Roberts stole that base at second, um, Luis Gonzalez, 
the Diamondbacks. I mean, those things crush you right there. They no, I know, crush I, you. I know that, but I would rather, and thank you for the call, Ruben. Yep. I would rather lose with Jose Altuve magically taking an off-speed pitch out of the yard and refusing to rip off his shirt. I'm serious. I'm putting it all in the hopper here, Christopher. I would rather a Game 7 loss come with tying the game up with a solo shot to force a tie game bottom of the ninth, only to have Jose Altuve remarkably sit on an off-speed pitch from a guy who spits 100 miles an hour and take it out and say, oh, my wife doesn't want to see my T-shirt underneath. I'd rather lose like that than the Yankees being down 10 nothing after one and knowing we've got no shot and watching all those Seinfeld Houston fans like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'd rather lose the other way. True story, because we were in it, and I got a lot to bitch about. And it is therapeutic for me to bitch about it. I'd rather do that, because the next time, one day, there will be a 28th banner hung in the Bronx, New York. And if they go through the Red Sox and the Astros, like the Tom Brady just went through Breeze, Rogers, Breeze, Rogers, Mahomes, and Heineke. Yes, makes it that much sweeter. Let's take a break. More of your phone calls, Chris Brockman. You've got a news update coming up, correct? We got some. What, what do you got? What do you? What's a thing that you have? Oh, baby, Jeopardy this week, guys. Yes, sir. Get ready. Get ready for the host of Jeopardy. We've already seen it. I mean, literally, it's 50 million no, times a we, day on ESPN. We, Jeopardy posted a cool pic video this morning. Okay, very good. So we're going to hear from Aaron himself. Who is Aaron Rodgers? Correct. <laughs> Did you see Chris Long's uh, tweet? That'll be great, too. That's coming up here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs 
costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844 204. When you Google, it comes up number of the dial here on the program <laughs> uh what's leading the other poll question Susie wants to know what she needs to watch she's two hours into her flight oh man so if it's the depatted she's got to get on that right now yeah, yeah. It's, it's the depatted guys is it really 31 yeah. percent what movie should Susie watch on her flight to new york fugitive depatted anchorman and the office I like the whole departed thirty one percent. She has seen uh, she. I th- she probably hasn't seen Anchorman in a very Anchorman long time. Anchorman twenty six percent. That's second, and she knows. And she knows that uh, you know she see the because fu- anytime the fugitive's on, it's on a television remote. set. We stop in our household. The street so. fight with the two stations. So Office mm. is so third twenty three percent, and then Fugitive twenty percent. Oh. Pretty split. Pretty split poll today. I haven't seen the Depot in a while, man. Oh, it's been a while. It's we a, were just saying that. Mark Spoiler. Wahlberg Nuts. in that movie. He was nominated. Mark Wahlberg. He was and so then, good of course, now. Alec Baldwin chews all the scenes. <laughs> so all good. of them. Yes. Matt Damon chews the scenes. Everyone. Oh. Loaded cast. Vera Farmiga. Top to bottom. It was amazing. It's great. It is it is a little crazy though that that's the one that Scorsese won the Oscar for, though. Well, I think it was like Son of a Woman to Pacino. Not even they his best. Just not even his. No, it's not Scorsese's best. No, they gave, it to, him. Makeup no, call. They makeup gave call. it to him. Huh? It's, it's a, a makeup call. Makeup call. It's a makeup it was call. It's like Son of a Woman. Well, it's not like Pacino. it's not deserving of, of critical accolades. Yeah, good movie, but I don't know. Pacino's best role, we know it, Rich. Godfather? Part two. Of, not even a question. Right. He got it for Son of a Woman. I mean, who? Well, he was terrific in that, though, Mike. He was, but. Oh, if you go between the two. I don't two, know if Son of a Woman's up. a makeup call. Son of a Woman's oh, not a makeup call. Oh, no, that call. was a makeup call. That's a makeup call. hundred percent. For Pacino, because he'd never won an he'd Oscar He'd never won an Oscar. That. Yeah. So The Departed won Oscars for, it was Motion Picture of the Year. Yeah. Directing, Best Writing, and Film Editing. I, that, what year was that again? That was 2007 Oscar. 2007. It was the first Oscar party we ever had at an NFL Network Combine. Married, yes, we were yes. all in Shula's steakhouse, Shula's steakhouse in, that back room. in the hotel. In room. We got like a close. We got it. We got it. We got. We got a TV right. that they plugged into the wall that was able to actually get the Oscars. Wow! And yeah. we got we got like the uh, the 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 scat the scallops wrapped in bacon. Yeah, I remember. And a couple of steaks, wow. and we, you know we all split it up. Yep. It was like ten of us, twelve of us in yep. there. Jim Moore Senior was part of it. He's a diehard, as you know, film guy. And uh, and Dick Vermeil was there, and when Scorsese won, he cried. Vermeil cried. <laughs> Dick Vermeil got misty when Scorsese finally won, and we look we look at each other. Nobody was talking in the room. Like, is Vermeil really crying? Is he crying? Yes, he was. Dick Vermeil crying. was crying. Mooch was there, cheating to win it oh, to yeah. win the pool. He cheated because he doesn't know jack no. about jack he had about like a movies. Studio person, he got a, right? somebody oh, here in Los Angeles yeah. who yep. works in Hollywood, yeah. and she gave him all of like yep. the, like Mo- Mooch knows what best foreign short is. <laughs> My gosh, the only foreign short for him is a is a tidy whitey. That's a that's a foreign short. That's exactly for we him. Were like, how did Mooch get that one? It's like Mooch is winning these things. Right, like so the departed. That's, the a, de- that's that's a that's a foreign short for Mooch. Or it could be a boxer because nice. he. 
you know, it could be a boxer. The Departed him. beat Babel, Letters from Two Letters from Iwo Jima, The Queen, and Little Miss Sunshine that year. Little Miss Sunshine was a terrific good, movie. Good movie. Perfect movie. Yeah. That was perfect, some good movies, man. Movie. Letters from Iwo Jima was uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Terrific. Yeah. 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 Sc- Scorsese beat uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, Alejandro Inaratu. Oh, Ooh, nicely nice. done. Nice. Chris Brockman hooked on phonics. Yes. Pa- Paul Greengrass uh, and Stephen Frears from The Queen. By the way, very you, when you start going foreign, do you want to read the foreign movies? Nope. <laughs> I'll sure, I sure don't. American Faroa. <laughs> That's not American Faroa. <laughs> right. American Faroa. American Faroa. That's a good. We used to love the drop. Alan Arkin uh, is Mo the one that beat, that beat Mark Wahlberg for for a little, for a little bit, bit sunshine. sunshine. He wow, was terrific in that. Yeah, night. he was. He was terrific in that. But Wahlberg. <laughs> I'm the I guy mean, who does his job. Like, you must be the other guy. His lines oh in that were amazing. Gosh, oh, my gosh. Alec Baldwin had the best oh, lines. Oh, my God. The, those scenes yeah. in that movie. Loaded with testosterone. Yeah, and those are, And then office. Jack Nicholson. In, uh, is that, that's Jack's only Scorsese movie, right? I don't think he's in any other ones. Ooh, I think you're right about that. You know? Scorsese's like Phil Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, De Niro is his early career... And Leo's Jordan? is late. Yeah. And then Leo's okay. Kobe? De Niro, yeah. yeah. Leo's Kobe. That's Leo's right. Kobe. It's a great way of putting it. And De Niro's is Jordan. That's actually a perfect way of putting it. That's a great poll question, too. Yeah, I mean, like, like, which era Scorsese do you like? Well, I mean, you got De Niro, De Niro, the Jordan early, De, Niro De Niro slash Jordan. And then oh. it's just like, can you make a movie with, you know? I mean, he did yeah. movies with other people. But no, not really. De Niro was his Jordan and Kobe was uh, Leo's is Kobe. He's still making movies with DiCaprio. And then, and then, and then, oh, there it is. There's that oh, photograph that. with me and Scorsese <laughs> in London. I got him in London. Got a selfie oh. with him. He looks so happy to take that selfie with me. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. You got the in, selfie, though, Rich. I do. Unlike I do. someone like I do. I as a matter of fact, I didn't. As a matter of fact, Don's going for it right now. As I know a what matter, he's doing. I know. no, 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 no. It's okay. As a matter of fact, I, I could have gotten doing. blown out in that situation. <laughs> 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 but I was in it. But you got it. You won. I did win. Yeah, so I'm going to go back to the same. So we could use my Lady Gaga example. I would rather have never said I was going to get it. Exactly. There you go. I'm with Brock. You opened your mouth. But you You would rather not do that, Mike. Because you would, you know, to this day. To this day. Hold on a second. (laughs) To this day. At that Super Bowl in Houston. Yeah. Where you said you were going to get a Delphi with her. Yeah. Which is a Del Tufo a selfie. Yeah. A Del Tufo selfie is a Delphi. Delphi. You were going to get a Delphi with Lady Gaga. Yep. Okay. To this day, it's not because you tried and she said no. It's because you didn't try hard enough. No. You didn't try. You waited and you thought you'd get your shot. And you didn't because you thought you could have stepped in. You To this day, Got why didn't point. you get the selfie? Why didn't you get the selfie? It's not because you didn't. No, I waited. Like you an idiot. didn't try hard I enough. I should have tried the first. You didn't pounce the minute you had an opportunity, like I did. I left the set of a live ten-hour Super Bowl pregame broadcast I when I saw that. her strolling on the field. <sighs> I had producers get in my ear saying, "Where the hell is Rich going?" She walked past and me I'm like, like twenty times. Me, too. I'm getting a selfie with oh. Lady Gaga. I shook her and hand. You know what I met her. Oh, okay. I didn't do it. Okay. I can do it Sunday. <laughs> Gotta be in it. I was screwed. Rather than getting blown out. On, on Sunday, didn't have the right pass. I got the wrong pass. I'm still mad. You still haven't even answered, TJ. Yeah. 
What's your answer? You'd rather, are you with me or are you with them? So you have an answer. <laughs> I mean, look at that. I mean, I, I, I chimed in earlier. You know, you chimed in, I but think... you have not placed the TJ Jefferson well, I, chip. In all honesty, I haven't really been able, given a chance to until now to place Whoa. the chip down. Whoa. So, what does that mean? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Let me to Elsa Gun. Go, go TJ. So, uh, you know, I think. Do I have to scream hootie hoo for you to chime in? Is I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for talking <laughs> while everybody's Anthony interrupting Anderson? right now. <laughs> um, TJ. <laughs> Uh, I can speak now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you Come know, I used on. to. I used to be under the the thought that you know I think I'd rather get blown out, but like the more I'm thinking about it, it's just like nah. I think I want to be in it. Damn, you do. Of course, I want to be in it. Of course, you do. You know, I want to be like you know. There is something to be Hold said. A would you rather? Would you rather the game in which the Dark Knight was kept in too long? You'd rather have been blown oh. out against the Royals or what? <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, would you good rather? One. No, no, no. That's 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 good. Point. I this know is that's good. Point. That's good. That's one of the most. Or, or would you rather? Would you rather have been blown out than Carlos Beltran looking at strike three? Oh, oh even better. Why? Like, why are you doing this to me? I was but in that's a good mood. The this is the version that's the of debate. that for your Mets. I mean, I was in a good mood, and you brought up two things that really that's make the me debate, cr- though. TJ, uh, the Dark Knight game that was World Series uh, game five. Or four, I was at the game, whichever one it was. I can't remember. I tried to block it out of my head. Um, yeah. Would you I, rather you're you're there? You punch your ticket. Your uh, ticket's there. You stroll into City Field, and all of a sudden it's ten nothing after five. one. Yeah, game you don't five. want that. Of no, you don't want don't. that. You don't want that. You definitely game don't. Five. I mean, I would have rather on, you know on. Matt got taken out of the game before no, that, but he you know. Of course, you're looking for a different outcome. I understand. You'd rather be in it than not. At all. And I know this is while we're on a totally irrational subject because the concept is you know you're going to lose going into the stadium, right? So, irrational subject that even you walk in, you're thinking maybe just maybe somebody hits the DeLorean and changes right? things, okay? And so somebody... The butterfly effect like, right, happened. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> which is what happens to me every single time I stumble upon zipping around and I see Michigan, North Carolina. Ooh. And I'm like, this is the one time he's not going to call the call timeout. It, yeah. It's irrational. It's irrational. Also, Rich, it's funny you brought up that the, the Matt Harvey game because as these guys know, I've told them the story. That's the game that I spent a sizable amount oh, yeah. <laughs> of hard-earned American dollars to buy a ticket uh-huh. to go to that World Series game. Yeah. I mean, I spent more money than I was really comfortable, but I was like, the Mets haven't been in the World Series since 1986. Like, When's this going to happen again? I go to the game. I'm sitting in my seat in the outfield section. And the announcer goes, we would like everyone now to please rise for the singing of the national anthem being performed by Demi Lovato. And I'm Who's like, your- <laughs> I go, wait, whoa, She's whoa, whoa, what? And so I got a text in the second inning from Demi going, yo, dude, are you at this game? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, one, why didn't you tell me? And two, you want to come sit up in this suite? And I was like, one, you changed your number. I didn't realize. Two, I didn't know you were here. And yes, I will be right up. <laughs> so then I, I sat in the, my seat for another half inning because I've made some friends out there. And I was like, all right, guys, I'll see you. And then I went up to the suite. But oh, the I, bleachers I, in the. Uh, I, but the man, I could have saved so much money if I just would have like paid attention to who here's was. here's here's three things just off the top of my mind, and then we'll get to a phone call and your news update. Okay, Chris. And I have a question for you. Okay. So, three things. One, 
the the world of T.J. Jefferson it's once insane. again on display. Demi Lovato <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, yeah. and we all know this. A lot of people may not. You're tight with her. You've known her for a very long time, right? We're, I mean, we were like adversaries, but we're cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> two. A nice humble brag from T.J. Jefferson. He was oh, at the game. Yeah. Demi's like texting yeah. him. Would you yeah. like to come to the suite? And three is all you need to do is just take that stub and put it together with maybe a selfie of you with Demi Lovato at the game. Make it an NFT. You'll make it all back. T.J. <laughs> <laughs> Jefferson, you, have, you probably have a million non-fungible tokenish items around your world. Well, it's kind of funny you said yeah, that because right talked. now I'm, I'm doing some research. And, um, with your buddy Ashton. I, I, and I, I think I might have Demi some at, stuff. T.J. Ashton, Demi, and Wilmer are all going to get together. And <laughs> by the way, that entire beginning of the sentence, totally, totally real. But I, I yeah. assume he's breaking out in hives over there just by me talking about this. <laughs> Rich, th- and this is a question we can actually... Br- it's true. We can bring this whole scenario up yes. with C-Web next time we talk to him. Oh, but that's Would he not rather fair. lose... No, 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 because you're talking... They lost by no. 20 the year before, yeah, but and then they lost the way they lost the year after. But, Chris, when you're talking to an athlete, you're bringing the competitive aspect in it, and talking to an athlete is the same way somebody calling you up and saying, did you ever play sports? Yeah, and you get all, I will not I, ask I totally an actual athlete. That. It's, about, you have to, it's about being a fan. You cannot ask right. an athlete who's involved in the game. You just can't. But I understand. It's I understand. about being a but fan those sitting the, on your ass but, on the couch. You have no. We don't have to ask. Based on, unless but, you're one of those crazy people that you think you can affect the outcome on your actual right, place right. in which you're sitting. Oh yeah. That, that that's the, that's your lucky spot on the couch. But he has experienced both ends but of what it's not, we're talking it's about. It's not to be. I would never bring it up. Brian in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Brian? Hey guys. Hey, first of all, I just want to say thanks for uh, coming up here in this market. You replaced a local guy or state guy, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised with your show. I appreciate that. Glad to be on in the great, great state of Wisconsin, sir. Thank you for uh, bringing that, and hopefully uh, uh, you're listening uh, locally. I love that. Yeah, I do. Great. uh, I'm old school. AM radio. Listen to that all day. Beautiful. Hey, so uh, looking at, uh, you know, getting blown out or not not, uh, having a good run and then losing at last second, it's kind of like romance, you know, so you get this girl and, you're living the dream, walking on sunshine. It's all going wonderful, and it's the best thing that's ever happened, and then she drops you. So is it better to have loved and lost? No, never, never loved, loved at all? all. That's correct, Brian. You are correct. So you are somebody who, who feels that it's good to have loved and lost then, huh? Well, you know, there's a song by Garth Brooks, The Dance. So his song is kind of like it's, you know, the dance was good, but then you lose in the end. So I don't know. Okay, but are you aware, Brian, that as you're mentioning up, uh, Garth Brooks, that you said walking on sunshine, which is Katrina and the waves. Uh, you you realize that you've gone all over the pop culture music map in this conversation. Yes, but they're both top quality songs. Brian in Wisconsin, everybody. Green Bay. There you go. Brian. Go Pat go. Do you want to take a break and finish up with your, 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 your <laughs> sure, news? Of course. Speaking of the Packers, one of your news items is something that's literally on ESPN every five seconds, but it's okay. I'd rather be in your news update <laughs> Thank you. than, than be blown out of it. <laughs> back with Brockman and all the news that is fit for him to print when we come back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Before we get to a news update, let's sneak in one more phone call. Um, James in Louisville, Kentucky, has been hanging on the longest. What's up, James? You there, Hello? James? Yeah, you're on. James, what's on your mind, sir? Oh, I just want to agree with Rich. Thank you, sir. Uh, I would rather step with the to shine toe to toe and lose and then get and get the holy crap beat out of you. I agree with you. You gotta get in there, man. James, I right, you gotta get in there. You gotta get in there. I mean I I'm a I'm a University of Louisville fan. Yes sir. So uh Cardinal basketball since my lifetime, we've never lost. But but when you gotta go toe to toe with a champion, do it. There you go. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. I appreciate you hanging on as long as you did. Mike, can you make uh, – I'm calling in – I'm just calling to agree with Rich. Can you make that a drop? <laughs> make that a drop. Last poll, quick. Who you got tonight? Gonzaga, Baylor, 73% Zags. There's got to be something for Baylor. Don't is sleep on Baylor, man. Fresh, ready to go, and that Gonzaga won the manner in which they did – Emotionally trained, and got to get you got to get started again. I bet you Baylor takes an early lead. Are you saying bet Baylor first half? Rich? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. I honestly don't know what you're what you're saying. As first to fifteen, fact. Baylor too. I mean, just Baylor in the under. There. Okay, Chris, you got a news update? Hey, I got. If some we got news. some time, we'll sneak in some more calls. Yeah, Go for it. it right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brock. All right, what do you got over there, All right, before I get to Aaron Rodgers, just a quick actual NFL thing. Albert Breer saying the the Falcons have had exploratory talks with teams interested in trying to acquire the number four overall pick. Give me that one more time. Albert Breer saying that the Falcons have had exploratory talks, quotes, yes, yes. with teams interested in acquiring the fourth overall pick. Okay. So it seems like it is on the block. They're like having exploratory talks. Yeah, they're trading that pick. You know, I, I, I don't know about that. It is exploratory talks. They're just exploratory. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. You're not having talks if you're not thinking about no, it. No, you have to do your due diligence. Let's just say Arthur Smith thinks Mac Jones is the apple of his eye, right? Let's just say that, all right? Let's just say the guy that literally two weeks ago, everybody thought maybe Belichick takes a flyer on him at 15. Yeah, exactly. And now you can go fly a kite. (laughs) 
<laughs> on him. Right? Let's just say Mac Jones is the apple of Arthur Smith's eye, and you're sitting here thinking that's the guy for sure that Shanahan's taking. So if that happens, you're sitting there in Cleveland, Ohio, you need a plan B. You need a plan B ready in your top right-hand drawer of your desk. Mm-hmm. You need that plan B ready to go. Plan B is an exploratory talk on April 5th about who wants four, who wants Lance, who wants Fields, if that happens. Or you're not into any of these three guys. You're Arthur Smith. You're not into it. What do you want to do? Or you have basically said in your meetings, Matt Ryan's our guy for at least the next two, three years. Yep. Arthur Blank has chimed in on it. Everybody's chimed in on it. He's our guy. Contractually, he's our guy. He's young enough. He's our guy. We believe in him. I've been brought in here to do for him what I've done everywhere else I've gone. This is what I'm going to do. And we need a ton of help, don't we? Ton. What do we do? We have an exploratory talk at four. What's an exploratory talk? What do you get for us? Who's interested? What do you want to do? You know, you're the Magellan of, uh, of the draft. You're exploring. You're going in the seven seas, you know. You're the Ponce de Leon. You want to find the fountain of youth. Wow. Magellan and Ponce I don't know. I, I'm literally going deep into my fifth grade. Explorers. I'm, I'm exploring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're the Verrazano. Ooh. Oh, my. Come on now. Don't forget, he's a very low-key explorer. explorer. Exactly. Who are the explorers of today? Where do the explorers go? Hmm. That's deep. Exploratory talks. That's what it is. I mean, come on. Everyone's taking an exploratory talk. Everyone's having them. Except for Jacksonville. They're not exploring anything. No, no, no. They're They're exploring nothing. They're, they're helping exploring. Trevor Lawrence explore real estate. Exactly. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. Jackson, yeah. They're exploring that's the studio the, space. Yeah, that's they're what they're doing. The that's what they're going to do. They're going to have more. They're, they're going to draft him and need more cowbell for the rest of Thursday night. That's they're what they're going to need. The they're going to Mike Dicka. That's gonna it. Sit back yeah. and relax. What else over there? All right. Breaking news, guys. Jeopardy has a host this week and next week. His name is Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Of the Green Bay Packers and the Jeopardy Twitter account posted a really cool video today of Aaron. Take a listen. And now, here is the guest host of Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. Welcome to Jeopardy. As a lifelong fan of Jeopardy, it is an incredible honor to guest host. Now, I've had the opportunity to do a lot of amazing things, but winning Celebrity Jeopardy and getting to share the stage with the legend Alex Trebek is something I will never forget. Alex was such a gentleman, so smart, so precise. I was in awe. And I will work hard to honor his legacy. Scott, Brandon, Joe Beth, let's get into the Jeopardy round with these categories. That is awesome. You think he's first more- of all, first of all, first of all, to thank the voice of Jeopardy. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. There you go, man. Come on, that's next in. level. He's looking good. Hair's parted. He he gave the homage appropriately to Alex Trebek. Yep. He humble bragged that he won Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. All right. And he's Aaron Friggin Rogers. And uh, well done. Well done. Uh, I can't wait to see a lot of this stuff. And Chris Long, uh, one of our favorite guests here on this show, I think he summed it up perfectly uh, on his uh, on his Twitter account. 
uh, talking about because this is this video is making the rounds all over yes. the place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um he 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 called him a quiet assassin, right? Is that what he had to say on that front? Oh yeah, I mean okay. yeah, hilarious. Okay, what do he you looks got? like that and he'll rip your heart out. Uh huh. Quick question, I'm right. throwing this up as a poll right now. Hmm. Do you think Aaron Rodgers was more nervous? To host Jeopardy or play in the Super Bowl? To host Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? This guy doesn't look nervous to, to me at all. Doesn't look nervous at all. Look at that. Unbelievable. Are you more nervous look, to play in the Super Bowl then? Huh? More, so, more nervous to host or play in the Super Bowl? To host Jeopardy. He looked pretty calm. In I that. know that. But yeah, this is not his lane. I bet you he was. He's just cool in every situation. I don't think he's. Uh, when was the last time he was nervous? When was the last time he was nervous? I don't know. I don't know. All I know Good is question. that I, look. I have some moles over at uh, Sony where they shoot oh. this on the Sony lot. That um, I'm told that over the next two weeks, at some point, right before Final Jeopardy, Matt Lafleur is sending in. Wow. Mason Crosby. <laughs> To read Final Jeopardy, and 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 again, <laughs> Aaron so is going to question Jeopardy's <laughs> so desire wrong. to want him around long term, I and so I don't know wrong. if this is going to work out. That's that so, is so wrong. bad. Is that wrong? That is, That's so that wrong. Is wrong. All right, a couple other uh, just news notes. <laughs> <laughs> Get Jordan out of Dodge Love, here. Doctor Oz is Jordan Love. Wow. In this situation. Wow. Uh, Perhaps, but I can't wait for it. Actually, I know there's a lot of people, and, and uh, it's going to be awesome. I know and. You know, Aaron himself has said a uh, like a viral him, moment kind of happens in this first episode oh, cool. tonight. But maybe that's what maybe <laughs> that's what happens again. <laughs> my ears to the ground. Possible. <laughs> All right, Adam Schefter says that uh, NFL players are usually seventeen game checks. Going to be over thirty six weeks now. Okay. Players getting paid, kind of interesting. Okay. Uh, Oregon State's Wayne Tinkle, College Hoops News. New four-year deal, an extension at Oregon State through the 26th season. Very good. Uh, in case you missed it, we mentioned with Jim Nance, Jordan Spieth won at the Valero Texas Open yesterday, snaps an 82-event drought with the victory. What if he steps Just up? Just in time for the Masters. First round, he birdies 12. Like, damn straight, I'm here. Let's go. Standing around on 12. Here I go. on Thursday? I, I, I'm, I'm, in birdie 12. Oh, oh, I'm birding 12. Every hole with water, I'm birding. Oh. Screw you. Ghosts of Augusta. Here I come. I'm Jordan friggin' Spieth. Here I go. So baby rich. That would be incredible. Here we go. There he is right there. I hope he plays well this week, What man. a trophy that That'd is right awesome. there. Like a piece of loose side. Valero, Texas Open. Look at that. Very nice. Looking very happy. Good for Spieth. Uh, you watch any of the Angels game last night? Otani, everybody. Otani went yard, and Otani also was thrown very well. And then Otani, uh, Otani uh, gives up a two-run strikeout. Or the rest of the Angels gave up the two-run strike. And is he okay? Cause, I mean, yeah, so he's okay. So, uh, thank goodness. Historic night, you know, doing stuff not done since Babe Ruth. Uh, pitching, obviously, batting second. Yes. Hit a home run, throwing 100 on the gun. By the way, he threw the fastest pitch in the game, and he hit the the fa- you know, the exit velocity. He's the highest exit velocity this year. season. Right, yes, yeah, so far, Major yeah. League Baseball. Right. So uh, he was removed after that weird collision kind of at home, uh, home plate. The Angels say he was taken out of the game after that because he'd already thrown – 92 pitches. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, and that he was just sore. Otani said his leg. It was analytics. I did the analytics fine on his after left the game. ankle. I yeah. mean, like, my God. And by yeah. the way, he's so big. A brain, Wasn't like, as bad that as like, it looked. That was like chopping down a tree. He's a big dude. Otani's a big Matt. dude, man. He's awesome. So great. He's so He's cool. just got to stay healthy. We got to see it. Got to stay healthy. We got to hit him, have him hit 300 and 
and give me an ERA less than three, and it's then we're going to talk about how special bombs. he is. But you could see how if he can, can if he see. can do it, sustain yeah. it. It's unlike anything else it's in awesome. any sport. And then real quick on the memorabilia front, something I've been interested in these days. Yes. Tom Brady rookie card sold for a record $2.25 million and a bat used by Lou Gehrig. In 1938, yes, sold for $715,000 at auction this weekend. All right. That's, uh, that's called disposable income. <laughs> and check right. this. I saw this as well, Mike. The original home plate from the original Yankee Stadium in 1923 uh-huh. sold for $303,000. Yeah, I bought that. Uh, so my congratulations, house. Mike. That's, that's right. going to go on the boat. Well done. Yep. Go I'm going to put it on the boat. <laughs> You're going to put it on the boat. The new boat. Have you gotten the new boat yet? Uh, Have we named the old boat? Have we named no, the old it's boat? Bare, the, the old boat's going, so I, I'm not going to name. Mama D can move to the, the new old boat. boat. Never got named. That is it was not Mama D. Good luck. I told you. You that. know what? I'd but rather I'd rather it have been named <laughs> than never have a name at all. Nice. <laughs> have you noticed that not a single person called in to agree with you two stunads over there? Not a single soul. That's totally in fine. America. I mean, Rich, I'm used to this. We get it. The callers, I tend to, you know, I finally like to kiss up to the host. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. You, know you don't I mean? want to disagree. Oh, my God. See, you don't disagree. And last, last Friday, when you were the call screener, <laughs> like you were literally making friends with everybody calling you up. You're supposed to get a name and a number and say, hang on for the host. Not like, how's your mother? I was making friends. This guy's making All dinner right. plans with the people. Jay Billis will talk about tonight's national championship game tomorrow. That's how we're going to roll on Tuesday's edition. We will chat on the radio. Back on Peacock in a moment.